Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The Opinion Line. Corks 96FM. Zoe put up a very upsetting, very well thought out, but upsetting Facebook post last night in response to the whole George Floyd thing. Um, and Zoe joins me now. Hi, Zoe. Good morning. Hi, DJ. How are you? Good. Now, there's no need to be nervous. It's just you and me having a <laughs> chat. Because Hergel told me you were nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you you were saying on Facebook, Zoe, that you're not really that surprised by what's happening in America. Why is that? I think the reason I said that I wasn't that surprised as other people are is I feel like in kind of like the black community, this is a fight we've been having for so many years, but we feel like it's been on deaf ears that no one's kind of supporting us, but there has been support, obviously. But it kind of wasn't, I think, there was no outcomes from it. The same things kept being repeated. I think that nine-minute George Floyd video kind of, and with social media, it just kind of set fire under everything. And I think people were just kind of outraged about how brutal it was. And I think everyone was just being like, okay, enough is enough. This needs to stop. What I read a bit about the weekend was that people saying, look, yes, it's an extreme situation, but it's not a rare situation. There have been more George Floyds. We just haven't heard about them. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, even just, like, name a few. There was Keith Scott, Stefan Clark. There was even, like, a few kids in it. And I think, for being black myself, I hear about it all the time because I'm watching this, but others might only see one or two and think, oh, that's just one kind of out of the year. Like, this is happening all over. But I think now, with with the help of social media, people are starting to see this is actually kind of almost a daily occurrence that people are facing. And it's not even black, it's other communities as well. But I think... The George Floyd has just kind of lit that fire now to help people with the fight that there, this is a racist situation happening kind of around the world. Yeah, I mean, as as a young black woman, and clearly Cork born and bred, are you, by the sounds of you? <laughs> I was born in Limerick, but I didn't move to Cork like two, when I was two, so... That's okay, that's Cork, okay. Yeah. We'll we, we even forgive Limerick. Did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, but like you, you as a as, as young woman of colour growing up in Cork, watching this on, on the other side of the world. Explain for listeners how it affects you personally. Yeah, like, I think what it is is, like, so my dad is black and my mom is white. And I think even from a baby, my mom was always constantly being asked if she was kind of seen alone with me, being like, is she yours? Is she adopted? Like, is she from here? And then kind of going on to primary school, I was being asked, Oh, if I touched you, would I turn black? Like, why isn't your hair straight? Like, why do you look like that? And then even kind of moving on to secondary school when you're starting to go out more into town with your friends. I was kind of being taught of oh, stranger danger, but also being taught security guards might look at you different and might keep their eyes on you more because of your colour. 
And even when I started getting jobs and stuff, I used to have customers come up to me being like, oh, where are you from? And I'd be like, oh, Cork. And they'd be like, no, no, where are you really from? Like, you're clearly not Irish. Like, Do they still ask things. that stuff? Yeah, like, I was even asked one day by a lady to, like, show her my birth cert to prove but I was But the minute you open your mouth, so <laughs> Yeah, that's what I kind of, I kind of looked at them being like, do I not sound Irish? So I'm like, do I, I think I sound like I'm from here. I don't think I sound like someone that's only just arrived. But it's just like that. And even like, I remember I am, um, like even just teenagers were so cruel sometimes. I used to have boys come up to me being like, no one's ever going to like you because of your colour of your skin. Like black isn't beautiful. But then you have them idolising Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. And I'm like, the same standard. You can't say one thing to me and then post how much you love Beyonce and how she's a dark skinned woman. And those are elements, I suppose, of, of, of racism. I, I asked Brendan the same question. Like, mm. when you experience racism day to day, is there is there some of it that's just that's intentional and and nasty and meant to hurt, and and some of it that's just oh God, look, try saying that a different way. Yeah, like I do think most of the time, I do think it's a very Irish thing to try to make a joke something and shrug it off and I've been guilty of my of it myself but there was like one Halloween we were discussing like what would we go as for Halloween and some boy turned around to me and being like oh she goes a slave to respect your ancestors and stuff like that is hurtful yeah. but they thought it was a joke and I had to turn around being like look stuff like that is not okay to save, save. yeah did, like did, did you get it at the time or did you think at the time did, I mean, he did probably didn't mean any harm by it yeah no, like, that's the thing, like, I definitely think it's more of a ask what we think, like, I think a lot of people are afraid to ask us in case they offend us, but I'd rather be asked what I think is insulting than you just yeah. making a joke and then I have to turn around and be like, that wasn't a very nice joke to make. But then I do think a very small few, like, a handful of people will do it intentionally to hurt you. So, like, there's been times where I've seen people out and someone screaming at them being like, you're a black idiot. I'm like, why do you have to add the black to it? I might just use the insult without adding the black word to it. Yeah. And I just think that is trying to get at a dig at something that we can't change about ourselves. Mm. But I do think the minority of people that do kind of say some racist slurs don't always mean it in a hurtful way, but it does come across. And I do think it's up to us, the black community in Ireland, just to kind of remind them, being like, look, that's not really okay to say. Is it older people or younger people, Zoe? I think the older kind of generation, I think, still remember the time of the post that's going around the no Irish, no blacks, no dogs. And I think they unintentionally have that bit of like, oh, you're black, you're not Irish, we're all pale, gingers. <laughs> um, but like, that's not the case. Like I said, I was born and reared in Ireland, so I'm Irish. And like, like I said, it's the minority of people that would say it. But most of the time, it's not intentionally to hurt me. It's more of a, they might have saw someone else say it to friends they think it's okay to say it to me, someone they don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a, what's your relationship with me? And like, how well do I know you that can you say something like that to me? You said in the post that you were upset um, by something that your cousin asked you recently. Did you explain that for me? Yeah, so, obviously, social distancing, I saw my cousin the other day who's turning 17 this year and uh, she was at, she was kind of with social media she was able to see everything that's going on in Renaissance because she's also 
flat bag myself, she asked me if I was to go to America in the next year or two on holidays, do you think I'd be safe to do so? And I was like trying to think, would she, would she not be? But then I generally have to turn and be like, look, there is that very slim chance that you would actually make it back to Ireland because some of the reasons that other black people have died in America happen for the simplest reasons of just going on a jog, sitting in a park. But like if she did any of that, would she be at risk of being shot and not making a batch to us in Ireland? Like I've been saying since secondary school that I wouldn't visit America out of the fear of my life that I wouldn't make it back. And some people might say that's a bit dramatic, but I've been watching like this kind of stuff for years. It's been like a part of my life that like we would be treated differently in some parts of the world. And I just think I have to, for me to have to say to my little cousin something that I have feared for most of my life, she now also has to fear until things change. Yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah. yeah. It's not something you want to tell your little cousin that you're watching out for. How, like, how, did oh, she, yeah. how did she react when you told her that? She was a bit shocked and she was kind of disappointed because like everyone wants to visit New York, people want to visit LA, like people want to see America. But for her now to fear of like, well, if I go on a J1 or anything, I might not make it back alive. And I think she's more shocked she kind of understood it because of what she's been seeing. She's like, yeah, they treat us differently. Actually, there's the thing. So, I, I don't know what age you are, but would you would you be of, of J1 age, would you? I, I've just kind of gone past the J1 okay. age. Okay. Yeah. But are you saying to me, Zoe, that, that you would have been afraid to go on a J1 because of the colour of your skin? Yeah, that's what I would say. I just, the, when J1s were happening, I was looking at the news and seeing what was going on, and I was like, I just wouldn't feel safe going over there. Wow. They, because, like, in Ireland, you can drink when you're 18. When you're in America, it's obviously 21. But, like, I just feel it's a thing that something that my white friends would do and I would do, I would be the one to get the bigger blame, and I would be the one that comes out not alive from it. And I, do, I don't think that's right. And I don't think... That's a horrible thought to have to process for one yeah. of the most exciting things in a young person's life. Yeah, so I didn't do a J1 in my college years purely for the fear that I wouldn't make it back. Crikey. That, that sets it down very blunt for people, what it must yeah. feel like. To be, so, like- to be so afraid of what might happen to you because of the, for no other reason than the colour of your skin that you wouldn't take what's one of the great experiences of student life. Yeah. And I think a lot of people didn't understand why I was so afraid. But then all I'd have to show them is a few news articles and they were like, OK, I get it. But I don't think, it, like like my sister now, she's white. She had, would have no fear. She would go over, book a plane ticket. And my cousin was, my other cousin was the same, that they were excited to go over. And I encouraged them. I'm like, yeah, I was like, J1s are brilliant to do it. But I myself would not take part in it because I don't, and even if, I wasn't as afraid. I wouldn't want to go over and support a country that are killing people like me because we have a different skin colour. Yeah. What do you think of all the the big protests, Zoe, like the one in Dublin yesterday, for example? Like, I think any kind of peaceful pro- protest is the best way to get the issue heard. I think, like, this violence is kind of blocking out what the message is actually about. And I do think, like, the protests in Dublin, there should have been because of COVID-19, there should be guidelines in place. Like people should still be wearing masks. There should still be social distancing, I think. And like, I know people want their voice to be heard, and I want it to be heard. 
but like there's other ways to kind of voice your opinion. And I think until COVID-19 is under control, these big mass gatherings in Ireland mm. could be stopped or could be handled. Because they are, they are actually banned. Like yesterday's protest effectively was illegal because of the ban oh, yeah. on mass gatherings. Yeah. That's it. And I think, like, I know people in Ireland want to show their support because, like I said, even Ireland was discriminated against the no Irish, no black, no dogs. So I understand why people want to squat. But I think Ireland has been doing so well for COVID-19. And we've had, I'm so proud to say it, no extreme cases of racism like they have in America at the moment. Mm. That I think there's other ways to show your support than illegally going out to mass gatherings at the moment. And if people do want to show their support, that there should be guidelines in place. Do it in your groups of four with your two metres distance and apart, but don't be meeting up in these massive groups because it'll just get yourselves in trouble. Zoe, for those of us who don't know what it's like to be you, and never will, and, yeah. and will never understand the things that trouble you, how, how can we help? I think it's kind of like simply ask us. Like, we'd rather you ask and get educated on, like, what we find offensive, what we don't, and kind of even just learn, like, the history of, like, what's been happening to us over the years. And I like, know some of my friends who, like, read my post were actually surprised of some stuff that, like, happened to me. Just be, be hurting because, like, I just forget about it and move on. And, like, I said my piece of, like, look, that's not nice to say. And I think... Another main thing is if you have, like, a friend, a family member, anything that's kind of saying racial slurs, even in a joke when you don't agree with it, instead of saying silence and seeing it as a joke, kind of say, look, I don't think that's right to say, because what will happen then is someone will say it to a black person and they'll get offended and I'll just hurt them and feel like they're not welcome in the situation where they are. And, like, I know, like I said, I think it's a very Irish thing to do is kind of to shrug something off as a joke which I've done many times, but I think now's the time to say, look, enough's enough. That's not nice to say. I will never, I'll never be mean to someone. I'll say very calmly, being like, look, that's not a very nice thing to say. It's quite insulting. And usually someone will be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I heard someone else say it. I thought it was okay to say. And I totally understand that. But I think if you see someone continuously trying to bring someone down for something they can't change about themselves, I think needs to be put stop to because I do think Ireland has grown so much as a nation over the years. Like we're the first country to ever have legalized gay marriage. Like and racism is very little in Ireland, but it's still here is what I'm trying to get across. But um I definitely think we've like improved so much in the years and I can say like I'm proud that I could walk down the street and not be afraid that I'm gonna lose my life because of my colour of my skin. Like that doesn't happen in Ireland and I'm proud to say that it doesn't. So we have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Why were you nervous? I just said I <laughs> wasn't just going to get my point you, across. You've just absolutely <laughs> nailed it, kid. Thank you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Well done, you. Have a great Thank day. You. Thank you so much, PJ. Corks 96FM. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. 
That's BotoxCosmetic.com.